following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it in for the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. And Mickey Spagnola will be here in a matter of moments. I am Bill Jones along with Brian Broaddus and Rob Phillips on a Victory Monday here at the Star. And it's already fast forward to Thursday. The Cowboys and the Redskins, it will be a battle for first place in the NFC East for your Dallas Cowboys. After a big win, 22-19 in Atlanta on Sunday, the Cowboys taking care of business and winning on the last second field goal by Brett Maher, and uh, it makes for a better feeling on a Monday after a Sunday like that, doesn't it, Brian? No, absolutely it does. And, you know, the the team now gets, like you said, Bill, gets to focus on, on Washington. You know, Washington's coming off a loss in Houston, sat down and watched that game this morning already. And so, uh, you know, with first place on the line, you know, who would have – they say who would have thunk? <laughs> yeah. You know, I I didn't have the the Cowboys. I didn't have the Cowboys uh, winning this game, and I was really concerned about their ability to stop Atlanta from making those chunk plays. Mm-hmm. And it was very evident in that game that uh, that they were able to withstand some things early in that game. I think their defense. You know, their defense was able to help their offense. You know, the offense had, you know, other than the first drive, really had some struggles until the second half. But the fact that the defense was able to hold up as well as they did in that first half, make Atlanta have to kick some field goals. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you what, that that's, was the recipe for a victory right there. So good job by the defense. Chris Richard, Rod Marinelli, those guys playing shorthanded up front. But giving their offense a chance to figure some things out in the second half and then score some points. Well, we talked about that leading up during the week, right? Shorthanded defensive line. Yeah. Young secondary against some really good weapons in the passing game for Atlanta. And I just looked it up to your point, Brian, those explosive plays in the passing game. Darren Woodson was on the pregame show with us. Yeah, guys, on the did a sideline. good job with him. Yeah. Thanks. He said, you know, besides feeding Zeke, which they did, yeah. defensively, the key was limiting big plays. They had to do that. And. They only gave up three of 20, 20 or more yeah, and, yards and all to Julio. And Atlanta usually averages about four of those a game. Yeah, you know, four of those big, you know, twenty-plus yard plays. So you know, there were some, some, you know, there were some sixteen-yard shots, eighteen-yard shots. But I think overall, you had to be pretty pleased with not allowing, you know, other than that, the Julio Jones touchdown. And that was one of them. Obviously. That was it. Yeah, yeah, really, that was good job. Hello, Mickey. How are you, Bill? Doing very well, thank you. Rob. Hi, Mick. Ryan. Mickey. I am here. And how did your local radio spot go with the fan? Very good. It always goes good when they win. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like. Yeah. Although, I, did, I, you know, when you win a game like that, there's kind of not much to complain about. Although, that's what talk radio does, right? Mm-hmm. Well, figure out. Okay, what are they complaining about, Rob? I mean, well, I'm just saying the narrative can change quickly if you don't make that field goal. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, then it then it goes back to the offense struggling early and I mean there's there's some things in the game that weren't perfect I mean no doubt about it but um this team showed a lot of fight I mean you know you I'm, I'm taking a broader view here real quick you know you lose to Tennessee coming out of the bye and I think a lot of people 
said this thing's over. Yeah, stick the fork in it. Yeah, and you know the way they played, I think that the criticism was deserved. You know, but they found a way uh, to go on the road, win two straight games. Offensively, they've been just better, sustaining drives. I think they were over fifty percent on third down they in this were game. Right at it. Yeah. Uh, just you know, just playing better, playing better. Uh, the changes they made offensively have helped either directly with Amari Cooper or indirectly. Uh, Dak talked about more favorable boxes they're seeing that's helping Zeke out in the running game. He also mentioned Mark Colombo. Mark Colombo uh, bringing some juice to that group up front. Um, th- they found so something. What, it they wasn't found as simple as adding Suofilo to the lineup? Well, he, he factors in too, right? <laughs> He's done a nice job. Yeah, he has. He and has. if you think about it, if Beasley holds on to the touchdown pass, 26-19 looks like they wiped him out, right? And if you make the extra point, it's 27-19. Well, and then the whole game could play out totally different. Yeah, I mean, it they, could. They, they could actually win by two touchdowns then because if, if the Falcons are playing from further behind yeah. in, the, in the game, then, yeah. you know. That's a huge drop. Leighton Van Der Esch might have had three interceptions instead of one. That's right. Yeah, they'll miss some opportunities <laughs> there, though, where you talk about that here's a team that doesn't get a whole heck of a lot of turnovers. But, mm-hmm. you know, give Julio Jones a lot of credit for knocking that ball loose from – from Jeff Heath, and you know they catch a huge break on their own fumble with Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know Lyle Collins, you can always count on an LSU guy to get on a ball <laughs> and then know how to get a first down running the football. So yeah, that was a, you know there was some some crazy bounces in that game, some crazy plays, but uh, you know ultimately to go to Atlanta and win with the, as well as they played at home, I think that was the most impressive thing. Atlanta offensively at home has been outstanding. And, you know, that the, the Cowboys, the way they were able to hold up, I, you know, and, and let me tell you this, some of those plays that those guys made as far as those catches, those corners need to keep ripping at the ball because Julio Jones and, 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 and Sanu, those guys, they're, they're strong-handed guys. You're not going to play a lot of guys like those. So keep ripping at that ball. Keep trying to knock it loose. You know, they're not going to come up. You know, you're going to play some receivers that don't make plays like those guys. So, uh, you know, they shouldn't be discouraged by – but what happened in that football game with some of those plays that were made by those guys? The touchdown is an incompletion, an interception, and then it's a reception. Yeah. All in one fell swoop in the air. As it's bouncing off his chest, Luze's yeah. got it, and then Julio grabs it. Yeah. A question about, you know, the, the and they almost had another interception, Jeff Heath, right? Yeah, right. Uh, Somebody asked you about ta- uh, targeting or something yes, like that? Can you have an illegal hit on a defenseless interceptor? Yeah, because if that was a wide receiver and happened to it, you know, and flags it, up in the air. It's funny you say it, Mickey, because about ten forty last night, I was looking at that play, and he and I was looking for okay, did he hit him with his helmet? That kind of thing. I was thinking kind of a you know helmet to helmet thing. Yeah, but he got him with that left shoulder. Oh, you I know, thought he it, put his helmet in his chest. No, no, left shoulder. When you watch it again uh, this morning, but he, he still was defenseless. Yeah, he was trying to get. He was trying to bring that <laughs> ball down. But I, no, there were several people last night on Twitter that asked me about that, and I said, okay, I'm going to look this. But but left shoulder into the body, and then and then the ball was knocked loose. So I was thinking, okay, helmet to helmet. And like you said, defenseless, but in that case, it was left shoulder into body, and it was really a good play. But if you watch it live and you're like, God. But if you had done that to a receiver, you would have got flagged, Well, even if you didn't use your helmet. It was – it's more shoulder – it was more shoulder. I mean, if you, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. He's up in the air, right? Right. But he's trying to bring the ball down, and, and he's you know, defenseless. You would you would pray that you have a free safety that plays like Julio Jones. Did. All all I know is if Jeff Heath made that hit, he would have got flagged for it. Yeah. I guarantee you. I'll tell you, he took a run. And then at, how about this? 
he was good to come back, right? There was no concussion. In. No. And the guy from upstairs calls down. He's supposed to be independent, right? Yeah. And they forced him to go in the tent and miss the rest of that series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. What's up with that? I'll tell you who should have got a penalty was Xavier Woods. Because he, he took a run. He took a run yeah. at Calvin Ridley. On that sack, that uh, the, the Lawrence sack, that was the second Lawrence sack. When, uh, when uh, Ryan's running to his left – and there's on that crossing route. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got you got a tra- you got a you got a woozy trailing, and like Xavier Woods comes running like seven yards deep from him, and just plows into him. And as the sack is happening, maybe we see it right here. Watch this. Bam. Oh, good job, Kent Garrison. I can't. Can we get that one more time? I know we're not not in the the Academy Sports and Outdoors film room to get that one, but I, I could. If you're watching along. Kent just did a great thing for you. He uh, he put on, but yeah, here we go. Watch the play. Watch at the bottom of the screen. Watch him coming across. Bam! Right there. Mm. So you know, sometimes the officials could be a little tacky. I think these guys let these cats play they yesterday. Did. Yeah. And I was I was all I was all about it. Here here's another angle. If you're watching again, maybe go back and check this out. But watch watch. I'll say Ryan's going down. You can't quite see it on that one, but a heck of a job though by. Uh, but I wish that Woods would have made that tackle on that one on, on the yeah, kind of the flip that was to a big right in the flat there. Uh, yeah, he was eighteen, right nineteen yard pass that that that, they, that Ryan was in trouble. He just throws it sideways, and here's Woods just comes flying up again, and, and it would have been probably a loss of six, but it ended up being an eighteen yard gain. Well, he that broke was, another, he I know, broke yeah. another tackle on the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lance Lenore made up for all that. Yeah, uh, on the Woods play. On the Woods play, Brian was uh, did Matt Ryan still have the ball when Woods hit him? It was. It was. It was. Go- he so, was going uh, down. Because you were talking about it being a penalty as far as a defenseless. Player, I thought, yeah, right? but maybe he's no a, longer but, yeah. a receiver when the, the guy's I don't running know. out of the. Back. I don't. I don't well, know. That's the yeah, other thing. I don't know if they if they would have said he was out of the tackle box. Well, I don't he know. Sure was. Yeah. yeah if he, okay. If that's the case, then good for him because. <laughs> Okay, that's a heck of a. I mean, okay, sometimes so I've clarify, seen officials. What's the rule on that? If, I, you're if asking somebody just when said, a quarterback starts running outside the box, then you can you can push. You the can guy. blast. You can blast he's receivers. Free, yeah, well, like, then no, I'm all a, for it. Then that's me not back, knowing that rule. It's back to the, the 1970s. Rule. Yeah. Hello. Okay, yeah. Right. Hello, Mel Blunt. Yeah. You know. Hello, Jack Tatum. You know. I mean, I just no. If that's the rule. Good job on Xavier Woods. Then and I wrote about. It, I'm thinking. I, I didn't know if he was quite outside that tackle box, but I'll tell you what, though. I, I, hey, that, that's hey, we need what, to check on that rule. You want to? Yeah. Well, they didn't get it called. You know, and it, it was. If it, if it, I know that's the rule in college. Yeah, that you could just because wipe once somebody a, once out a, once the quarterback and you could wipe people there's out. There's no such the ball's thing tipped. as um, illegal contact or whatever. Yeah, you can wipe out a receiver. Yeah. Once the quarterback leaves the pocket well, that's in college the rule, football, my apologies. I want to I want to make sure that that's what it is. Yeah, you're saying it is in the NFL too. I'm pretty sure it is. My I've apologies if I'm wrong about that. But man, that I, I was thinking, oh geez, how many times have we seen like tic tac calls and you're going, uh, you know, illegal, you know, unnecessary roughness, you know, and you're going, oh, what would he do, you mm-hmm. know, and and but yeah, and maybe then that, you brought brought up Lance Lenore and. The, Does anybody have a good it, answer for that one? Anybody? I'll, I'll take a good answer from anybody here in this panel. No, no, really. it was so late. He was so far out of bounds. I he was like trying to hand the ball to the official. I think. <laughs> did he? <laughs> he hit it. Did he way over? <laughs> did he lose yeah. track to where he was? Well, he was running. I mean, watching it, he was running. He was trying his best to get down there. I know. And it's just like he. It's like he saw. 
that black jersey, and he and, didn't know where he was on the field. And the player was still standing. The player was trying to hand the ball to the I official. Know, I like think. He, didn't, Frazier, he didn't know he was out of bounds. You know, yeah, I don't. And, and Frazier had made such a good play. It was a great that. punt. First yeah. off, it was a great. I think forty-nine yard, great punt. Yeah, it to pin on. him in that end, yes. and Frazier wins on the outside. It's a great play. And you're going, okay, Frazier, you know, pins him, does a great job using the sidelines. Smart player to do that. Just push him out of bounds, and then all of a sudden you have this. This guy on ice, you know, it's like a, it's like <laughs> watching you. Know, yeah, you know, it's like when you're watching you. Know, it's icy conditions and the cars are sliding into each other. That's what he was. He was an icy, icy car. <laughs> you know, icy car. but the key to winning games is overcoming that stuff. And yeah. the Cowboys were able to overcome yep. that stuff. There's a numerous and you know, and what Jason Garrett will say after a game, it wasn't clean. There's a lot to no. work on. Well, there this there were count, a lot of examples of sure. things that weren't clean in this game, but you got to persevere and have the mental toughness to be able to come back and win a game, even after the Falcons come back from a 10-point deficit and tie it up. And then you put together a field goal, game-winning drive. I'll tell you what, though, that, you know, when Atlanta, they, they with 150, what was it, 157, 158, whatever it was, left in the on the on the drive when they got the ball. 152. 152. Thanks, Mickey. Uh, you know, when there's 152, if you're Atlanta's coaching staff, you probably aren't feeling great about you know, stopping them there. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. You get all your timeouts. You know, yeah. Dallas had really some options. They could have run the football, you know, if they had to. Like, you know, we've seen Green Bay do that before. They got to pop a run or two, and then next thing you know, you know, you're in field goal range kind of a thing. But just you a feel, great – You feel a lot better about it after the first incompletion and – yeah, well, on they the, used on the cowboy drive. They used so their, it's one fifty-two left, yeah. and then it was a pass to Swain when he got out. He went out of bounds, yeah, which stopped the clock, yeah. And then so then they started. On, now you're sitting there third and five. They used their first timeout right, right then, and they used their timeout. And out. what happened? It was a pass to a gallop for ten. It's the huge. only pass he caught all day. Think about and, it, and it was a great route. That Think he ran. about it. The Cowboys don't complete that pass, yeah, and Atlanta is getting the football back with a minute and a half left. And, and they had just scored just on need two goals. They need a field goal from a 41-year-old Matt Bryant. To yeah. Look. Boy, he looked like he didn't want to kick a field goal again, did he? They showed him on the sidelines. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he's like, he looks like me after like playing, like, you know, like going and playing one of those soccer games we play at training camp, you yeah. know, where you're like, I'm never doing that again. You know, he's got like the heat pad <laughs> Stuff. I mean, I'm like, he's a little wide of the girth right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's thinking he might be doing commercials with Brett Favre about that back, that back brace thing, and the elbow pad, and all that stuff that Favre wears. I don't know. I don't know how how much confidence he had in the other kicker either at that time. You know, that's a good point. Though. I was saying to myself, please don't let this go, happen. Go, go score a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee there's a lot of people on Twitter saying the same thing. Can he, anybody tell me what happened? Was the operation bad on no, that? He or he, his, his foot, foot hung? He stubbed, he stubbed his foot into the ground. Looked like me kicking for a, a Ford truck at See, half See, I was got a bad plan. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, the ones he, the ones he missed, he misses usually to the right. That he pushes to yeah, the right. Yeah, that ball was drifting, Boy, too. it was. And, <laughs> TV, I'm sitting there going, oh, no. And when I watched, when I, when I was watching the warm-ups, and he, he... Good for you watching warm-ups. He had, That's good. He had, he was kicking off the right hash, and he kicked one way right, wide right. He usually hooks and it, then, he? And then he hit one off the upright on the right post, and I'm going, oh, they better be kicking from the left hash for this yeah. guy. And then I thought maybe when he kicked the extra point and it was in his mind <laughs> and he overcompensated because he just yanked it to the left. 
And I was like, oh, my God. But he said he stubbed his foot in the ground. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Garrett was asked, what, you know, what did you do? And he, he goes, well, I went up to him. And I said, you know, okay, hang in there because, uh, you know, we're going to need you, need you before this one's over. And yeah. he goes, you're going to get a hell of a chance. And knowing, knowing your team, that's he, a good job. He came back and made the next extra point, right? Yeah, yeah but, but barely. But it, it were five yards back further. I don't know if that thing's going in. Oh, it, and, was, it was drifting yeah. to the right. Yeah. Now the winning field goal, they got him on the left hash, didn't they? They it did was right down the middle. So yeah, yeah. right so down they, the middle. They got it. You know, they had three runs with Zeke just to kind of get it exactly yeah, where you want it. Smart football there at the end. Yeah. You know, we were debating on the sideline. Do they need to be a little more aggressive here? Or are you just going to settle for a forty-two yard field goal? And I'll try tell to you win what, I, I liked where the Scott Linehan <laughs> called the end of that. If in fact it was the two more the two uh, two minute plays, you know, or when he was trying to kill the clock a little bit. I know they had to punt. But I liked what he was doing, not just running the football. You know, he said, okay, I'm going to throw it to Swain. I'm going to throw it. He was trying to get four and five yards This is shot. what series? The series that they had to punt before they went for the game-winning drive. Okay. Yeah. I did like the fact, I mean, instead of just trying to run it in there three times and maybe. Now, Atlanta defensively against the run, as we have saw yesterday, is not great. But at least Scott was thinking, okay, I'm not just going to bang my head against the wall here. I'm going to try and throw the ball to Swain in the flat. I'm going to try and throw it underneath. I'm going to try and make some throws to at least be a little bit different than just, you know, what we saw like in Washington where they tried to run with Alex Smith. You know, run, run, and then throw a pass, and then, you know, he gets knocked out of bounds. I, I, I kind of applaud him for using a little bit of clock there. Well, and, they, you know, and, and, and they, they kind of went to the well one too many times on the read option on that yeah. series and yeah. lost two, and then you got third and eight, and false of all start. people, Zach Martin, false yeah. starts. Now it's like, okay, don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you guys mentioned that final drive, right? Dak Prescott, four of six, 45 yards, gets him in position. That's his seventh career game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. He's got 11 or 12 overall. For his career, 12. 12. 12 overall for his career. I, for I, there was two different numbers floating around, and I couldn't remember if it was a comeback. How's it a comeback when it's tied? I guess you can say ties or, you, or comebacks. Or you call it game-winning drive. Or game-winning game drive game in the drive. fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's two separate – there's a comeback category, and then there's too many a game-winning drive. Yeah, I know. Category. It's a little – And we got yeah. roughing outside the pocket. You know, we got all these kind of – Got that, too. To worry about. Yeah. I, I just – no, I, I, I just thought that – the defense did a great job of holding him in this game. I mean, look what the Cowboys in the, you know, they 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 weathered the storm. They clearly weathered you the gotta storm. You got to sign Christian Ringo on Saturday. I didn't even know he was here. I think he played one play. If I saw did right. he one play? I didn't see. Him I in started there. looking at the yeah. the plays hey. and I didn't see anything. One, but, I I, I, I believe I got one snap. So what you got to do is give those guys. I'll tell you who played great was old. Kieran Reed, Kieran Reed, yeah, how he started, stays. yeah, tackle, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean that that guy did not get his name mentioned very much. The first big play he had was he draws Crush. the holding call. You know that was, I mean, that was a nice play on his part to at least draw draw a flag there. But his name wasn't called. But if you when you guys go back and watch the game, trust me, fifty one was very active. He played on their side of the line of scrimmage. Uh, you know they needed him at that one technique. You know him and. And Collins and those guys inside. I mean, they they did a heck of a job just to to be you know to be as good as they were uh, handling things in the middle there. I, I eight, seen... eight plays. Oh, you played eight, eight plays. Eight plays. Okay. Got. I, I you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed seriously to find him for eight plays because I I specifically maybe, maybe I missed a few obviously. You might have missed the series. Yeah, but oh, I but I I tell you what that 
the one play I did see him in, I'm thinking, okay, at least they got him in there. So, yeah, I'm sure that uh, – Now, the guy that uh, – when I was talking to Tyrone Crawford afterwards and I mentioned we were talking about, hey, you had four guys missing and you yeah. guys still hung in there. And he goes, that's because we got Warriors and sitting next to him was Malik Collins. And he said, like that guy. Yeah. And he goes, he's playing on one leg. Yeah. And I saw him after the game limping towards the bus, and it was it it wasn't pretty. It's a but tough, he yeah. hung in there and played like, what does it say for Collins? Like thirty some forty plays. Should have had interceptions. Forty forty two plays. Yeah. The first, was it the first play of the game? First play of the game. I don't know what the Falcons were trying to do on that, that play. That was like Christmas. But he dropped the league. I was Christmas, thinking buddy. They, they don't turn the ball over at all in the very first play. If they it dropped it, off. Yeah. If they throw it to anybody, I think they're trying to run a middle screen, and I think Ryan's just like, okay, I'm going to throw it to the middle here and, and hope because they they had the Austin Hooper in the middle of the field but he got knocked around and it didn't it looked like he was trying to block more than he was trying to throw a, you know throw a screen but so yeah so Demarcus Lawrence 47 snaps Malik Collins is right behind him with 42 yeah Karan Reed 39 Gregory all three 39 were well played yeah Gregory yeah. 34 they did they did a little bit of three-man line yes just, just a, couple, a little bit yeah just a couple yeah. times just a couple to kind of yeah. give guys a break but not much. I mean, they just kind of wore out that rotation. As yeah, best I thought they we could. were going to see a lot more of that. I know I talked about it a little bit because it's something that we'd seen in the past. Oh, heck, Mickey brought it up. I, Mickey I'll brought it up on Monday. Head, yeah, Mickey just... Mickey had a premonition that maybe we might see some three-man line, and he wasn't wrong. Because it's something they've done, but they've done it the last couple of years when I don't think they felt as good about the overall All the, the backups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they've had it up until these last couple of weeks with these injuries. And no Taco, no Irving. Well, I mean, they need yeah. to get the human log back in I'll there. I'll tell you what, they wore out Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Yeah, I mean, those guys were out there the majority of the time. Now, Crawford played both spots. Right, sure he, did. He was rushing inside, but he was playing defensive end. And, um, yeah, those guys, they were some tired pups. And that's one of the reasons why I think they're coming in late today try to keep them off their feet as long as they can. And it was a godsend that they got home at 8 o'clock last night. Now, I don't know if guys took advantage and said, okay. But it was pretty quiet behind us. I think there was a lot of sleeping going on. Yeah, it's a quiet flight home. I mean, I know I've got the headsets on, and we get kind of lost in what we're doing. But I, I thought it would, there wasn't a lot of walking around. Yeah. No, no. All right. We are taking your phone calls on this Victory Monday at the Star when Talking Cowboys continues in a moment. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit. 
just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean, fish living there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. Are we still on the air? Uh, we are. Uh, Kent Garrison, we're hearing you. There you go. Oh, oh, yeah. There you go, Rob. There I, was one, I was wondering how you were going to do that, Bill. <laughs> I just said, go, I'll just go ahead and uh, just, throw it out there. Just throw it out there. <laughs> keep going? Let me start keep over. Trying. Start yeah. over. Let's start over. In there football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning, Brian. Kind of like Tommy John's horizontal quick-draw fly. It's the most intuitive, Spagnol simple. swears by this. And speedy feature, Mickey, that other underwear brands just don't have shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys got the holidays coming up folks you know where that think another, about that another spot that works real well yeah uh-huh. uh, in the Air- airplane it, airplane bathrooms the back of the bus parking off all these places locker room airplane back of the bus yeah all the uncomfortable places you snow know? skiing you got it yes yeah snow you ever wear yeah. snow pants never Oh, you never no, skied? Never skied. I don't. I, I'm not a ski. I, did I mean, one I might, time in one my day. life, and it's on video what, like somewhere. 1984. Texas. Yes, it was. I, I, did a t, I did a TV story on a beginner learning how to ski. Oh, jeez. And my, well, she was my girlfriend at the time, or fiance, and turned out to be my wife. We're married 33 years now. Anyway, she was jeez, teaching me how. There you go. She was teaching me how to ski, and we were. Your we, wife was a ski instructor. No, oh. she was just my girlfriend. For it. Oh. At the time, <laughs> hey, my wife. All right, so we're on the baby slope at, mm. in Riodoso, beautiful place. With a TV photographer there chronicling yeah. this, mm. and she says, "Whatever you do, when you step into the ski, don't be pointed downhill." Right. So I step into the skis, <laughs> and I'm pointed downhill. Goodbye. And I go down the baby slope, and there, you know, there's the yeah. baby lift line uh-huh. where all these kids are coming uh-huh. up, holding on to a rope. I go in there and I. He wiped out everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like Chevy Chase and Christmas I, Vacation. I have uh, no idea what was said. I'm not going to claim, but I huh? think there could have been some cursing going on. Jeez! <laughs> and go crashing in to the baby lift line. That's oh, the only no. time I've skied in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and the last. Yeah, there's video of it Nothing somewhere. Nothing better than a 6'4 frame just going right into <laughs> crash, a bunch of kids. Crashing into four-year-olds <laughs> yeah. coming up the line cussing. Yeah. <laughs> the four-year-olds were cussing? No, I was. Oh. <laughs> Get the, I mean, out yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Help me. <laughs> God. 
So anyway. So then we saw Bill at the bar the rest of the night. That's right. <laughs> That's where I hung out the rest, <laughs> the rest of the week. The lodge. Rudos right. at the lodge. Yep. No, no problems. Didn't First. expect to tell that story today, but yep. here we are. That's hey, uh, <laughs> what we do on this show. That's right. I got a cartoon story about that. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. <laughs> First day we went, we were in high school, and we put the group it's together, and it was just a hill going down, and one of my friends goes down, and... The last thing they tell you is yeah. if you lose control, just fall. Just fall. Right? Absolutely. Well, he didn't fall, and he got to the bottom, and at the end, there were these hay bales oh. to, that would stop you, right? Yeah, instantly. And he goes crashing into the hay bale, <laughs> and the poles back then were like bamboo poles, and they splintered. <laughs> they splintered. <laughs> and it looked like a cartoon character. Are you with, skiing with Admiral Bird? What are you doing? Hey, this was... <laughs> what do you mean? This was... This was was 1968? Yeah, I guess so. They're Genoble fronts, you know. <laughs> Jean-Claude Keeley and Nicky Spagnola on the U.S. team. <laughs> this is when the safety, the safety brakes on the skis were yeah. uh, a rope tied around yeah, your ankle. It's exactly what they were. You're right. And they, if you fell, they kept up with you, but yeah. they bang you in the yeah, head. They'd slap you in the back. Yeah, Sounds safe. Like, who thought of that? Yeah. And we also didn't wear seat belts at that time either. Yeah. Bad, bad ideas. Or, or child safety seats. Bill, what are you looking up over there? I'm the legal contact stuff. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> and uh, Kent, Kent Garrison did some research. And, From my uh, research, you can, you can make contact. If the quarterback's outside the pocket. So they had to determine that he was outside. Because I was right. I was thinking from when I first saw it, I was thinking, I don't know. But, yeah. Okay, good. Good for Xavier Woods. Take a run at that kid. No problem. It's legal. Well, yeah. yeah. And, absolutely. And what you found online, Kent, uh, it was in regard to the Legion of Boom in Seattle, there right? There you go. Yeah, that was what the question was regarding a play that they had. And they confirmed it. So Good for them. So, yeah. It's happened good, a lot in the past. Apparently. Good for the Legion of Boom. Oh, yeah. And, in fact, it's... And Chris Richard, then, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Coaching that's our guys exactly up. what I was saying. Getting guys to take a run at our guys, other guys. That's okay, good. and here it is from Rule 8, Section 4 of the NFL's rule book. And this is a story on Seattle's Legion of Boom. And Richard Sherman, apparently, uh, he was not flagged. And there was a game against Buffalo, apparently, where yeah. people thought he should have been flagged. Well, beyond the five-yard zone, if the player who receives the snap remains in the pocket with the ball – a defender cannot initiate contact with a receiver who is attempting to evade him. A defender may use his hands or arms or whatever. So right. the, the key there is if the if the quarterback remains Still in the pocket. Remains in the pocket. Yeah. And okay, right. good. I, I learned something because I thought, oh, my gosh, they got away with it. Yeah. And so I guarantee you, yeah. Xavier Woods, I mean, Chris Richard has oh, coached you, him on that, yeah. that. If that guy leaves the pocket, you can do whatever you want yeah, to. Yeah, you know, and he got and he got Ridley, too, on – he blocked Ridley on uh, Van Der Esch's interception. He, mm -hmm. went after, he went after him again. He's got something against that Ridley guy because he went after him again. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, rookie. That rule hurt the Cowboys? Considering how much they're outside the pocket and guys are just laying dudes out. And yeah, we haven't seen that yet, though, here, have we? Not yet. No. Uh, not in a significant way. Yeah, hope, hope not. Hope we not. Will. Yeah. Okay, and then is there an unnecessary roughness case? Uh, in, this, in this case, it was against Richard Sherman. And, yeah. And that's what you – That's why, what why we first even brought it up yeah. was – Perhaps an unnecessary roughness. Yeah. One can only be made if the um, if the player being hit is out of the play or shouldn't reasonably expect to get hit. 
Okay. Well, he's in the play because he was in the play because Matt Ryan, Ryan was going his to, direction exactly, too. Exactly. He's a. I mean, Matt. he he's the outlet for Ryan. Good job, Walt Stad so, and your crew of knowing the go. rules. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Shocking. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was waiting for it. Not to stop things down, but just real quick, did you hear about, and, and you guys don't have to comment, that they're using an all-star crew tonight in this uh, yeah, Rams game. Yeah, I saw that. Rams-Chiefs very, game. Very unusual. Jerome Boger, Booger, oh, whatever. Oh, is that what the reference was to? Yeah. I thought they Jerome, were talking about yeah. an all-star yeah. uh, broadcast crew. No, no, no. He was supposed to, his crew was supposed to Why do, would you make a change with that broadcast crew? No, I. Money but when they wants said to get rid of Witten, if you just heard an all-star <laughs> yeah, yeah, crew, you wouldn't think immediately it was the officials. Why are they doing this? Because they weren't scheduled to be in Los Angeles, probably. Yeah, but they, they've also too. They're a little worried. This is a game. This game's got a lot of significance. Exactly. You think about it. Not two nine and one teams going at it, uh-huh. or two eight game. and one teams going at it. Yeah, eight and one, I believe. They're nine and one. Nine and one. Both are both nine and are one. Nine. Okay, yes, both teams nine and one. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot on the line here for these teams, and so they they do they not want sure. Jerome Boger's crew to go in there and mess things up. Pre Super Bowl, they've had Is trouble with that crew. By the way, Jerome Boger's crew has they've had some problems with that bunch. You you get the, the, that crew, get ready for some what, mm. what. That kind of stuff. Well, and this this is evidence of yeah. They, they, they they're, said they're no, aware you're of it. Yeah. And so they put, there's uh, like five five yeah. officials on the crew. This is like a playoff out. game. Yeah, this is a playoff game officiating crew. Is what this is. Yeah, good for them. Good for the league for finally saying, you know what, enough, mm-hmm. enough. You know, and making halftime adjustments. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah, what they've done. Yeah, mid-season. Halfway through good the for season. them. Good for them. Kind of like what the Cowboys did this season. They made some halftime adjustments right. midseason, and it paid off the last couple of weeks yeah. for this team. All right, let's go to Steve in New York. You're up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Steve. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, great win, obviously. I just have a question. I don't know um, if any of you guys were listening to the broadcast, but um, they said Jerry Jones made a comment about um, – when Sean Lee comes back, yeah. that he would be, in essence, uh, Van Der Esch uh, would be playing less. I just wondered what you guys thought about that. Um, I don't think that's a great idea. And is there any way that they could get all three of those guys on the field at the same time, meaning Smith, Van Der Esch, and Lee? All right, what, thank you. What's changed? It, it, it was, what's changed? That's what it I. Was a Pam yeah, Oliver report. No, no, no. It, but what's changed? It didn't. Nothing. You're going back to what there was a report. That's, that's, that's what they were doing. This. Yeah, I, I don't understand. In fact, I can read my tweet. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, I heard it. And, it's a fair question but, from and, you know, Steve, no, right? And no offense to Pam Oliver yeah. or the crew, because they are not They're, covering the Cowboys they, every week. Right. Yeah. But they were in a rotation from the start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now. And Who so it starts? Was, what Does it that was, matter? What it was reported was Jerry Jones says that when Sean Lee comes back, he'll sure. be in a rotation with Lake yeah, Vander Nothing's changed, and has so, it? And I said... Uh, I tweeted, note to world, Sean Lee was already rotating with Leighton Van Der Esch all season. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and, and Jalen Smith. But, yeah. but if all you're three, not, you're right, Mickey. Yeah, if you're not following the team week to week, you probably don't know that because that was uh, Sean Lee's right, been out for this, a while then, now. Are we, are we not doing our jobs? Have we not talked about that? No, we've, we've talked, talked about it. Yeah. Talked okay, about I just want to make were, sure because I played a couple games without a helmet. and you know, and No, I, in I, fact, the game uh, that Sean got hurt in. They were in a rotation. They, in yeah. fact, Leighton Vander Esch <laughs> was in the game for the entirety of that 80-yard drive. Was it a Tennessee game that, that he got hurt in? Yeah, the 15-play no. drive. No, yeah. it was before. Second, 
It was well. He got hurt twice. When he came back, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. he came back okay. at Tennessee game. Yeah, no, Vanderish was on the, the field. Yeah, in the first the half middle of that game. Yeah, Leighton Vanderish was on for fourteen of the fifteen plays. Oh, he was he was on for all fifteen. Sean came in on the goal line play. Right, that was the only play he was in on on that series. That was the second straight series that he was out. Yeah. That's what made me wonder, and I was wondering if he was bothered by the hamstring in the first half of that game too. But that's what they back in Seattle. I mean, Carolina. They did it they in were Carolina. Yes, they, they had. All season they've done that. They took Sean out for a series on purpose in right. Carolina to just give him a rest. And Rod Marinelli told me a few weeks ago before Sean got hurt again, I think he said, cumulatively, it's like playing two less games potentially in terms of snap totals, you know, trying to keep him fresh. It just hasn't worked out. That hamstring has just continued to now, bother him. Now, the other part of Steve's question is, is there a way that they can have all three of them on the field at the same time? I do think it will help Leighton Vander Esch as well, as hard as that guy plays, and, and Jalen Smith for that matter, sure. to have the three-man rotation where they can Absolutely. all play in there. It's going to help their play as long as everybody's healthy. Yeah, see, that's what I thought we were talking about leading up to when all three were going to play was this was going to help Sean Lee. We were not. We were right. not so much worried about Plus Smith. Sub Smith, yeah, we weren't worried about Smith and Vanderesh because they're young guys. We were worried about Sean Lee, and we're like, "Hey, this is good. Rotation will help Sean Lee. He doesn't have to play. He'll be fresh in the fourth quarter when he has to go make a play." And the goal is to get so him all I, the way if, yeah, through sixteen yeah. games. Now, you know? I by thought the, we were by remiss way, by not saying anything. They also have. did that a couple times. Have all three on when they had their three man yes. down. It's. Yeah, we have uh, seen it. Four We've seen that, it. Yeah. Not a lot, but occasionally, right? Yeah. They had three, three, five. Yeah. And they had all three of those guys on. They didn't use Damian Wilson. They had those three guys on. Okay, let me ask you this, and not so much on this season. We'll see what happens for next season. Yeah. But could there be a plan next year where you would have all three in the base defense on the field at the same time, where one's playing the same. Does anybody know the status of, of Damian Wilson's contract? I think he's, he's got last be a, year. He's in the last year. Yeah. Of his contract. See now, okay, that's where you can move on then. Right. And then, what do you want to do? Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Would you like to play Jalen Smith as the Sam? Thinking about that because you use him as a pass rusher. You know, you can yeah. use him in that kind of a role if he, you know if you want to play him as a Sam linebacker, but also use him as a, a rusher. Would Sean Lee at middle line? Yeah, no, he played middle linebacker earlier in his Van career. Van Esch, I think. Van Der- God, he's he's just built. He's a Rod Marinelli. Right. He Mike compared it, He compared he's, it to that the, the the height and weight to Brian Urlacher. Yeah. He's not saying he's Brian Urlacher. He's saying that he's a, sim, a similar build. To uh, Brian Urlacher. Jerry Draft Night made the comparison to Rolando McLean in right. terms of size. And yeah, he never saw Brian Urlacher play. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, know he did. Uh, but I mean, <laughs> in this in this defense, a yeah. big linebacker who yeah. can drop and cover. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what this kid can do. What the, did you see? How about the play? The four point play that he made, and, and nobody's really talking about that. The four the point pass, play on the pass up. to Austin. I wrote about it last I mean, night. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're throwing that ball right inside to Austin. Who's there to make the play? Knock it away. It's him. You know, Van Der Esch, I, mean, I, know, I love this play right here. Yeah, Bill, you got to describe it because we're doing radio. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I wrote about is, that one too. That's, which he's, <laughs> he's fighting off the block of the left tackle, Jake Matthews, yeah. and makes the tackle on Marvin Hall. I mean, that was a jet sweep, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a yeah, yeah a pitch back. Uh, you know how many pounds he's given up to Jake Matthews? I just looked it up. Just curious. It's about fifty. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, a three hundred nine pound guard, and you defeat that block. I mean, that's and then the play to Hooper that he broke up. I mean, it's just a combination. He's got the instincts, powered strength, yeah. athleticism, uh, 
coverage ability. He's uh, and, and then the, we're showing the, we're showing the interception, and it's just such a beautiful script right there Ridley. where the pass that goes just off great? Ridley. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the thing I wrote. I mean, I talk about writing about things. I wrote about that last night because I'm sitting there somewhere. The scouts are sitting there watching that game, and they're all they all fought really hard for both guys, but then they're to themselves. They're like. We got the right guy. <laughs> got, I think they ought to figure yeah. out how to get the ball in his hands. Kent doing a good job once again. There, there's the play, the breakup with Van Der Esch and right there, good job of you know. Look at that positioning right there. Hooper I mean, tries to jump inside him. He can't do it. That's what you got to do. Is there? You go from what he did strength wise radio, by the way, to get rid of the the guard and make that play, and then the coverage ability. He really is shown to be the total package so far. Well, they Learning. had him in coverage out in space yeah. too when they yeah. flanked out the running back. He yeah. was the guy out in, in the flat that, yeah. that was taking the guy in the slot, and he was covering Hooper a lot in, in, in man situations. Uh, I'm laughing because this morning on the ticket they did a fake Leighton Vander Esch. Well, I turned over because I listened to Brad instead. Was, They've created a fake Vander Esch? <laughs> it was it was hilarious. <laughs> it was it was based on his interview, I guess, a week ago, right after the game, and he was totally out of breath and uh, doing the interview. And you know, he kind of talks that way anyway. And I haven't heard. Oh, it, it was hilarious. That's and, how you know you've made it. It's like it, SNL. It is. And I was thinking, I was thinking, okay, if if Leighton is hearing this and uh, if his teammates are hearing it, they just they just got to be rolling. That they talk about his wolf hunting. Yes, in wolf hunting, nice. and, and he came down here from. <laughs> I know with his wolves, he walked all the way from Idaho. <laughs> well, they had they had the right vision for the player. There's no exactly. doubt about that. It's exactly, yeah. it, it yeah. was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right, I don't we think Van Der Esch and Jalen could make the Pro Bowl this year with the season if they keep this up. No, I mean he's got to have more. You know, there's not enough spots and sacks. Yeah, and there's not enough. They spots. added him to the ballot last week, so. They did. Yeah. Um, the problem is, you at linebacker. This is a worldwide team. We can get some votes here. The, well, the, yeah, but the problem at linebacker is you got Luke Keekley. Yeah. And uh, the other problem is you include those three, four outside linebackers yeah. with the linebackers, and so it it they don't have enough spots for the for the true four three okay. linebacker. Now, okay. now Vanderesh is making some noise these last oh, two yeah, weeks, definitely. And, and you know, defensive player of the week. But it is hard, you know. Brady James never made a Pro Bowl here, had eight sacks one year and didn't make it. And Here's like, what he needs to he's do. He's up against Patrick Willis every year. I mean, that's what, like, Keekley is what you said. These, two game, these last two so, games he's had, okay, uh, th- that was a Sunday night game at Philadelphia. Okay, he got so on everybody's. 19-9 now. He got every, on everybody's map there. Yeah. All right, I believe a lot of people are going to be watching this game on yeah. Thursday and mm-hmm. the following Thursday against the Saints. If yeah. he has two games, the next two games, like he had the last two games, then – Leighton Vander Can I go around the room? Chance That's a good point, Bill. Can I go around the room and just say yes or no, Pro Bowl? Can, I just, can we do that? Can we play that game? Yeah. I'll say yes. I'm going to say yes. That he should make it or will make he it? He will make it. Yes. I'm saying yes. Rob Phillips. I'll go yes, too. But I'm, saying, I'm banking <laughs> on. Oh, no. Say yes. I'm bank. I'm because I'm banking on two more of these national TV sh- yeah. where he's going to show everybody what yeah. he's doing. Did they not uh, change the designation for linebackers to inside and outside? 
That's that. That's another one of those rules I don't know about. I thought they did that because <laughs> they didn't do. Because yeah. one of the things that was hurting Sean Lee, he wasn't getting. That, he wasn't getting any, any sacks. Yeah, and, and no one looks at just total tackles. Right. Yeah. It was like, well, how many sacks does he have? Right. Well, the outside linebacker is kind of a pass rusher. That's why I'm saying yes, though. These interceptions help your case. I'll those are game changing plays. Yeah, that's exactly any, right. Anything besides just oh, tackles. his tapes out there. There's other people watching yeah. this tape now. Yeah, they they've seen this guy make plays first linebacker by the cowboys to get back-to-back interceptions in a season game wise since sean lee did it in 2013 so it doesn't happen often obviously yes or no mickey yes that? i'm gonna go with yes i got i got a yes on him but all right but unless they yes <laughs> that's <laughs> um, awesome okay good kent you know but when they include khalil Mack in with the linebackers then there's it's difficult for the four but that's the outside guy exactly yeah. Yeah. Right. They would have to vote I, him as right. an inside and guy, but he actually is playing outside. Right. I think the kid gets in. I really do. And but let me ask you guys this another question. This is does it does it scare you that he's already played more games now or about to play <laughs> his number of games of college games that he's played? I, 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 it's Starting. a start. See, that's yeah. the other part of, I mean, is there is the rookie wall lurking somewhere in when this? When he came up uh, oh, injured in yesterday's yeah, game. I, I that's why you got a rotation. Well, yeah, it crossed my mind when he got shaken up in yesterday's game. The rookie wall? I asked him, though. He said I, he he tried to stay in the game. They wouldn't. I guess he had to come right. out for a play. He knocked the wind out of himself. Right. Julio's a big guy to try to bring down. Uh Especially when Jalen, that was the biggest knock on him coming out of college is that he hadn't he hadn't played a lot of games and he hadn't been healthy. You know, he hasn't played sixty snaps a game all season though. You know, because Sean's been in there, so it gets you back to the point of rotating him is going to help all of them and not just Sean Lee. So no on the rookie wall. I'm going to say no because I don't because he hasn't been just in there constantly. Yes, had to play seventy plays a game for the last. 12 weeks or right. so, 11 right. weeks. Just, yeah. just lately. Hey, he's yeah. got boundless energy. I mean, he walked all the way from Idaho with his wolves <laughs> to be a so member of America's team. So Do you remember when he went hunting with his daddy and he did the walking? He uh-huh. wanted to know if he right. wanted to carry him. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm walking. Yeah. yeah. So he's a walker. Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, Mickey just, he, he just yeah, dis- according to the ticket this morning, he just discovered a toaster, too. He had waffles for the oh, first they time. The toaster it, yeah. popped right out of, the machine, out of the machine. All right, we continue on Talking Cowboys in just a moment. Chicken and waffles right now. If you're like me and you love, I mean, if you have a thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 and less canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. 
The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Ultimate lens package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Want to use what the pros use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker JB4 Faves plus a full size lip balm for just 10 bucks. And I hope in them four faves, it's the shaving uh, gel gel because I ran out of it and it just ain't the same without my shaving gel. Well, so I need to get on that, Mickey. What you need to do is get to at getjackblack.com. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gosh, you were doing so well. <laughs> I car on ice. There was too many car on ice, right? <laughs> yes. And use that code oh. Cowboys to get your JB <laughs> four faves. <laughs> You should get to that landing, you know, and well, it just don't quite at stick. Get it. Jack Black, and I said, get at, you know, let's get you at some Jack Black. Get you at some Jack Black. Just get it. Hey, we're about to have the landing of the Big 12 championship game at AT&T Stadium on oh, December 1st. The Oklahoma Sooners with a crash landing, it looks like. <laughs> Be there when the top two football teams in the Big 12 conference face off to become the conference champion. Get your tickets now at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. The Texas Longhorns just need to beat the Kansas Jayhawks at 11 a.m. Friday, and they will play the winner of the Oklahoma-West Virginia game, which is Friday night. I hope we see a Texas OU matchup again. In that stadium, I love the college atmosphere in that stadium, believe it or not. I mean, I really do. I love all the fans, and I love when they put the bands in both corners and it goes across and – that's a and, that's a that's a really uh, uh, the, the atmosphere and the atmosphere for Texas OU is huge anyway. So yep. let's let's do it again. You know, um, so where's that game? Sorry, all you West Virginia K- folks. <laughs> the KU uh, Texas game in Lawrence. In Lawrence. Yeah. And by the way, they, so does that mean Les is taken over for that? <laughs> Better watch out, Longhorns. <laughs> and uh, we should point out, since Les Miles is a former Cowboys assistant coach, yep. he was a tight ends coach here before he became the Oklahoma State head coach, and then, of course, went on to LSU. Yep. And uh, congratulations well. to Les Miles. And Smacker Miles, who used to work for us just last season here. Doing well in Baton Rouge and on that's right. TV. Yep. Yeah. And um, well, she's going to try to get a job in Kansas City now. Well, don't you kind of yeah. isn't that the progression? Don't you go? Yep. You go don't you go Baton Rouge, Jackson, or, one of those places, and you go to Kansas up. City yep. or St. Louis, yep. and then you next thing you know, you're on the CBS Evening News from New York. There you go. Yeah, I that's stay right. in Baton Rouge. Yeah. You would, and yeah. not. Oh, here's Mizzou again, Mizzou Mickey. <laughs> That's a step down going to Lawrence. Boy, boy he yeah. stopped me. Kansas City barbecue ain't bad. Though. Mickey stopped me in the lobby of the hotel 
to brag about Missouri's victory. And I swear to God, I thought I thought you guys got in the playoff as excited as you were. I thought it was Final Four for y'all. I mean, it was Mizzou beat Tennessee. Playoffs. Looking for that belt bowl. This this no. dude was fired up about <laughs> no. the belt bowl. I'm telling no. you what. No, I don't you have didn't that T-shirt. Understand the background when we did the fan on Friday. R.J. who went to Tennessee oh, yeah, was dogging at Missouri oh, about yeah. how bad they were and yeah. can't believe they're a six point favorite. Yeah. He goes, "I'll take that six points all day long against that bad team." Yeah. And it's like, okay, you just wait. You're going to be wishing the head coach first, was still your head coach at Tennessee, yeah. not the offensive coordinator first at axiom, Missouri. First axiom of warfare is know the enemy. That's yes. right. That's, that's what you right. get. Yeah, you no should have known the enemy there. Given bad betting advice. Speaking of knowing the enemy, the Washington Redskins come here yeah. on Thursday, and they will not have Alex Smith at quarterback. It's pretty ugly. Colt McCoy will be quarterbacking the Redskins, and it's not the first time Colt McCoy has been the starting quarterback for the Redskins against the Cowboys. On 2014. Right? No, it was October 27, oh. 2014. Cowboys were riding a six-game winning streak, and Colt McCoy and the Redskins came to town, and they won an overtime game. I think it was like 20-17, to 17, something like that. Didn't he put up a whole bunch of passing he, yards? He did. He did. He did not th- – I don't know that he threw a touchdown pass, but he completed 83% of his passes. Yeah. And uh, the Redskins walked away with an overtime victory that day. Watched them this uh, weekend. I watched. just got done watching that side of the ball this morning, and they're going to run the same style of offense with him that they run with Alex Smith. So get ready for – the, the read option stuff, get ready for the scrambles in case something happens. Get ready, you know, but their offensive line is a, is a mess right now. Right. It really, really it, is. It and always seems to be. Who's they always seem to up? have problems. Well, they're bringing, they're bringing in, in guys right half now. dozen yeah. guys. I thought they'd probably sign Sam Bradford to be his backup. Yeah. But yeah. They br- they're bringing in. Uh, Mark Sanchez is one of them because they have familiarity. There's three coaches on the staff that have some familiarity with Mark Sanchez, so they're feeling like that might be the avenue. E.J. Yates, Kellen Clemens, I think. E.J. Yeah. Manuel was one of them, too. Who was? E.J. Manuel. E.J. Manuel, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's the so. second year in a row their offensive line has just had so many injuries. Yeah. Um, just it, remember the Clint Longley story. That yeah. Well, hey, and Cowboys, Colt, Redskins. Colt yeah. is I don't a, think uh, they have another a, a young. Um, no, they don't have a backup. Yeah, they don't have a backup. They, they, don't don't, have, they only had two, and I think they didn't even have a practice squad. I'm, I'm looking that up right now as we yeah, speak. Yeah, I think they've got to find a backup, and he's and he's mobile too. He's a, he's been in that system. He's a good player. That Alex Smith thing is just uh, eerie, and, uh, though. <laughs> 33 years to the day. To the day and the same the score. Theisman in the no. same final score yeah. of the game, and, yeah. and it was his 40-yard line, too. And yeah. Theisman was there. and Yeah. Right? Yeah. At the game? Yes. And he tweeted something about that's that's exactly what my leg looked so like. They I mean, it, show, it, looked, it looked bad. They don't have a practice squad quarterback. Right. Did, did they show the replay of Theisman? No, they didn't. I tried to avoid watching both. I could show I you, just, Rob, on film if you want to see it. Yeah, I'm He's good. laying flat on his back, and his foot's kind of pointing to the right. I remember that part. part. No, yeah. I'm talking about Alex Smith. Oh, Smith. You could tell. it's Yeah, it was. Uh, I think Theismann's was pointing the wrong direction. This one was, too. Yeah, J.J. Watt and, and Kareem Jackson were the ones that laid him out on this one. Yeah. I didn't. I've not watched it. Yeah. I saw him laying on the I ground. I made Kurt Daniels watch it with me this morning. Do he not. walked by and said, hey, Kurt, come here. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this play. Nixon goes, oh, my God. <laughs> Do not Question. count your chickens before they hatch. Clint Longley, 1974. Four? Yeah. The only game I've ever left. Well, that's right. Did you really? That was it. That, that scarred me for life. 1974. Should never have left that game. But anyway. This, the, but the, the Cowboys may not have won that game if you had stayed. So yeah, there. There, yeah. 
Got that to look forward to. <laughs> 11 years old, and I'm like, what happened? Never again. Never again. So, Cowboys, Redskins, and, um, you know. I'm uh, first place on the line. Yeah. Don't think we throw. Redskins still have those big old Alabama boys in the defensive line. They too. do. They do. So, and, and they cause a lot of problems. I mean, that that might have got Suofilo now in there. Yeah, but that might have been the difference in the game. You know, the way that their defensive line just won consistently they up did. front in they that did. game they a few weeks ago. Yeah. And um, but yeah, Suofilo has brought some extra power and experience to that group. I don't think there's any question about it. It was the big. It was the bogus snap infraction. Yep. It was a 2017 game at that point, and so there's no guarantees the Cowboys are going to win that yeah, game. Yeah, but then we opened this with a talk about shaky kicker. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, shaky then. That was like the first. That was the the miss that well, broke we, his streak. Right? We should have seen the shakiness coming then. Maybe it you don't bring in kickers for to take a look at, do you? You got to keep that short confidence. week. Not on a short well, I'm, week. I'm talking I would, even. No, not, now if, if see if, how this one goes, yeah, see how this yeah, goes, yeah. and if you have problems, you get a whole week. That kind of gets back to okay. You want to make sure your kicker maintains his confidence too. You have right? to. Yeah. You but, have I mean, he did yeah. go three for three on field goals. Yeah, and one was have, fifty-four yards. Was it fifty? Won the game. Yeah. 50. yeah. Yeah, don't 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 do that to the the kid. Just let him right. let him work things out. Let him get his bag of balls and yeah. you know snap kick, snap hold kick over there and practice a little bit. And then you know hopefully in the meantime, yeah. out of you have Jeff Heath work on the side. Oh, he's too. lurking. He's yeah. there just in case. Hey, let me ask you guys a question real quick before we get still... out of here. With you're two and zero with the roof uh, the, with open air stadiums now. You open the stadium this week if it's nice. And I think it's supposed to be 65, 68 yeah. degrees. You're 2-0 and now. You, they opened that park up for you last night, and Zeke got to wear his sleeves. So did Dak. I, definitely you do. Six, I'm so superstitious, superstitious broadman. Yeah, yeah, it's 65 and – Open that roof. And what did they do Thanksgiving last year? Low of 47, high of 61. High of 61, and it'll be, it'll, it'll be nighttime when you start – right? It'll be dark uh, when you get to that like game. Like 55? No. Maybe, like open that thing up. It's a 3 o'clock, 3.30 start. It'll be, yeah, but it'll, it'll be, be dark at 5. It's dark at 5.30. Well, that's okay. Okay, yeah. I'm good with it. Oh, you're saying <laughs> open the roof and keep the doors closed. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. all for opening that place up. You're two and zero oh with an, an open air stadium. Is so the let's, blimp going to be flying yeah, around? Why not? And yeah. is it a cloudy day or what? Yeah, can't. Do you have a forecast for? They so got a big cloudy. sun. Is the sun shining yeah. or not? The sun is out, but it says cloudy. Well, that'll blind everybody. Yeah. Okay, so then you take the. You take the West End. Yeah. <laughs> Play to your advantage. Uh-huh. You know, right. we think 10% we know. percent chance of rain. So how much? 10. 10. So they, mm. I say open the roof and keep the doors closed so you don't get that wind gust going through there. They've done, they've done that in a lot in the past. Yeah, that's well, we're possible. seven and eight now with all that opened up, right? Weren't we seven and seven going to did it at Tennessee? Yeah. Would you just want to close it, though, and give your kicker perfect conditions? Oh, no. that's a good point. Yeah. I mean... No wind. You're winning. Nothing. You're winning games when it's open air stadium. Uh, Superstitious broad were you, man. Were you surprised how many empty seats were in that? Stadium? You know what? You, you yeah. say that, Mickey. And when I sat down to watch the tape last night, I was thinking it was a loud crowd. It was the Cowboys. It was a Cowboy loud crowd. When, oh, when he was, hit, yeah. when he hit the winning field goal, usually you can tell because we're at a bad angle. Right. By the reaction of the crowd, and everybody start cheering. I'm yeah. going, oh, yeah. yes. there, were, there was a lot of red seats. We're making that, our way down the press box, and you you hear cheering, and you can't tell who it's for. I mean, that's they, how you know it's uh, it's like they not announced 50, 50, seventy four thousand. Mark D on your scantron, and I guarantee you there would there was maybe fifty thousand people. Hey, Kent, do we have any more time left? 
Yeah, let's get this let's, call. Yeah, get Marco in Italy. Oh, Marco in right. Italy to wrap up Talking Cowboys. Marco, hey. now we're talking. Yeah. Hey, guys. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. And thank you for everything you do. I mean, it's absolutely great uh, listening to you and watching you talking about my Cowboys from here. Uh, you do a great job to thank make you. me feel closer to the team. Thanks. There you go. Thanks thank you. you. I wish we were closer to you. <laughs> yeah, I wish I were closer to you. Hear me. Anyway, um, listen, a comment. Yesterday, great win. Um, however, despite the win, I still got doubts about the Cowboys making into the playoffs and proceeding into the playoffs for two reasons. Okay. The first one is weaknesses in the roster. I think we have uh, needs at safety. Uh, Xavier Woods misses too many tackles. Mm. And we have an unreliable kicker, which is an unforgivable sin for a team like the Cowboys that has close games too often. And the second point is Garrett's record is .500, that is one and two in the playoffs. Uh, don't make me wrong. Uh, don't take me wrong. I love Coach Garrett. He's a great, great person. Uh, he's always polite, always smiling, always supportive. He's not like, you know, the guy in England who answers uh, to the press in a bad way. Still, the point is, he's .500. Uh, he's predictable. Even even me uh, from my couch can tell what the offense is going to do on the next play. Uh, we don't use screen passes, not too often. We don't use tight ends. Um, it's like we always want to execute. You know, the defense knows we are running. The defense knows we are passing. And the point is, okay, even if you know it, I'm executing, and that's why I'm going to win. I think that we have to wonder what another coach like those in Pittsburgh, New Orleans, or New England would have done with these rosters uh, during these years. So, um, you know, I'm hopeful but skeptical at the same time. With these, I hang up. Thank you so much for everything you do, and I will listen to your answer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank, thank you, you Marco. Your, no, thank you for your opinion. There's some things a little questionable on that. You know, I, I think that, uh, to me, the, the use of – the screens and stuff like that. I mean, it seems like one, two times a game they're trying to, they busted a couple, well, it's a mm -hmm. beautiful play, a screen, beautiful screen they threw yesterday. Uh, Xavier yeah. Woods, I think, led your team in tackles. Even though he missed that he one, he, he led your team in tackles. But he's been a little inconsistent. I see where Marco's going there with that. And uh, he's going to get better, to, too. He's still a young yeah, player, too. Yeah, not yeah. to disagree with my paisan, but the leading receiver for the Cowboys in this game was one Ezekiel yeah, Elliott. Yeah, exactly. With seven catches for 79 yards. We yeah. didn't, we which didn't, which yeah. gave him 201 yards of yards from scrimmage. We didn't really talk about what a beast he was yesterday, did we? we no, really we did not. Yeah. He was, we were he was, negligent. He was fantastic. Yeah. Well, and then, and I don't know if you're referring to the when it was third and 13 and you throw a screen pass to Zeke. Well, the intent on that, it, you, you you are not going to get the first down. No. Uh, the chances you are you've got a yeah. you've got a seven point lead. You don't want to risk an interception, and so you're just trying to get the ball. But how your about best the screen pass that worked? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Hearns, Martin, great blocks yep. by those cats. Yep. Yeah, Looney. Yeah, Looney. Yeah, Looney, Looney upfield well. again. Looney upfield. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, let's just on the coaching situation too. Let's see how things play out. You know, let's. Yep. I mean, I, and you're you're in. You know, Mickey and I have gone back and forth, back and forth, and, and no disrespect to Mickey and and all that. And but let's just see how things play out. That's right. You know, and, and and at the end of the year, if they have enough, great. If they don't have enough, you know, they have a chance to win this division. Mm -hmm. You know, the, you got to. I mean, Philadelphia is reeling right now. You yeah. know, you got to. You know, you play in a Washington team that's wounded in the offensive line. Go get this win. Go. go you know, now yeah, the Saints are coming in town, but you know, let's see. Let's see how things play out. I mean, and, and, and if, it, if it's good enough, 
then you know you, you'll you'll be all right. If it's not, then let the front office make a decision if they have to. I mean, conclu- conclusions were drawn outside this building when they lost to Tennessee, and now they've got a they're two-game on. winning streak. And I think Zeke emphasized after the game, we can't, we have to maintain a grip, is what he said, on what we got going right on here, because I think they know how quickly it can turn. Yeah, and this is a quick turnaround, and you could be feeling completely differently in four days. Yeah, so. You- uh, yeah. Don't lose what you got going right now. Yep, absolutely. <clears throat> All right, we're just getting started on a short work week here at the Star in Frisco. We appreciate you joining us here on Talking Cowboys, and we will talk at you again tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-